us today. We thank God for our sister being back here with us from last week. Amen. We thank God for you being here. And Brother Jeffrey. I know Jeffrey. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Faith Temple. Amen. My job. Amen. Um, so these are all the announcements. At this time, we're going to have the choir come back. And after choir, we'll be, we'll be in the hand of our morning message coming from none other than Pastor Thomas Adewale. Amen. Amen.
And there it is again, the glorious, wonderful singing of the amazingly talented Faith Temple Church Choir. Among those members is your fabulous hostess right here in the flesh, Sarah with an H at a Walu. I'm 25 years old, an aspiring journalist, and I'm from Little Ferry, New Jersey, which if you're not familiar with, it's in Bergen County, neighboring town between Hackensack and Teaneck. Thank you for tuning in to episode 35. Wow, the 35th episode already, am I right? doesn't feel like a very long time since I first started doing this show, but now it does. And after almost a year of me being able, due to a million other stuff, you're finally hearing from me once and for all. I know this is another Sunday episode, and you're probably wondering why I haven't done an actual episode all week. Um, well, the simple answer is, I've been busy. That's right. Not the best excuse yet, but it's the truth. I know I said that I was supposed to do the episode where I talked more about the other camp activities at the YWCA summer camp. But I promise I'll get get to that. I've been doing a whole lot of writing lately, and I'm not just talking about these podcast scripts. Um, Writing is the one thing that keeps me sane and alive, even during the most the moments of my life where I would just go like a little meh, you know. And to be honest, every moment in my life right now has been feeling a lot like meh lately, you know, just that feeling of whatever. You know, it started from like fall of last year and I think it kind of got a little worse this past summer and even pretty much recently as of right now and uh, I don't want to talk about that right now just yet Uh, I promise you that that's gonna be another topic for another episode a much more serious one and I'll get to that when I get to that um but for now, I just want to talk, continue to talk more about positive things. And this episode, of course, is the continuation of my previous Sunday's episode about my love for laughing a lot for literally no reason at all. So, yeah, I'll get to that right now. In that episode, I talked about how I love to laugh a lot and how, unfortunately, it may have gotten me into a little bit of trouble here and there during the times when I I was a kid up until middle school. Yeah, it's part of my personality, and I won't change it for anybody. Um, Yeah, that's my personality, and... Like I just said, um, I'm not going to change it for anybody. Yeah, I know I said it twice, but I I only said it twice um, because 
the more you get to know me, um, the more you'll realize that that's something about me that you'll just have to accept. And um, so in this episode, I'm just going to talk more about how it it made me popular, sort of, during high school. Um, I'm not joking, but, you know, it did, really. Um, so I may have gotten into a little bit of trouble, maybe at least once um, for it. Um, but for the most part, um, literally none of the teachers gave a damn about it. I mean, most of them learned to put up with it. Um, because other than that, I was a pretty decent student in school. Um, I got straight A's for the most part. And I even had a 4.0 GPA. <laughs> yeah, the good old days. Yeah, on this show, I promise that I'll do more episodes where I, where I talk about my experiences at CHS, um, Community High School, which is in Teaneck. Yeah, I'll talk more about the fun experiences in class, hanging out with my friends, the clubs and organizations I was involved with, um, you know, all the school-related events and all that other fun stuff. And I might make myself nostalgic about all that um, because for me um, personally, um, those were simpler times where one teacher's actually believed in you and always encouraged you to try your best and they didn't tell you straight to your face that this school isn't the right place for you to pursue your talents and passion and that you're wasting your time and your money at this school. Yeah, none of the teachers ever said anything like that to you, ever. Um, They always believed in you. Um, They always believed that as a student, you can have potential to fulfill your dreams, and they always encouraged you and mentored you. And wow, our hostess just made an oddly specific remark. Yeah, I know. I know I said that about teachers not saying things like wasting your time and money and stuff. Um, yeah, I do apologize for saying that. Um, I'm just kind of venting at what I've kind of had in my mind um yeah that's gonna be something for another episode that I'll just nickname this serious episode um you know I'll talk more about why I just said that um but for now I just want to be positive um I'm not lying though that teachers at my high school and I guess in general in high school um you always expect teachers to encourage you and to never give up on anything, you know, no matter what. So, yeah, definitely at CHS, all our teachers and TAs and stuff, everyone encouraged us. Um, no one had any, like, reason to discourage you. Um, so that was the good thing. And so, yeah, all my teachers and TAs, um, yeah, because we did have teaching assistants. Um, yeah, so they definitely learned to put up with my laughing habit for the most part. And as a student, I always stood out to them, you know, just because of it. Like, 
and of course among my peers as well um yeah just like the boys at my middle school um these guys at my high school and and it's mostly them guys um they would say these words or phrases just to make me laugh and again i would laugh at the words not like the actual concept um so one guy i think once said murder to me and of course i laughed at the word not like the like actual like thought like the actual concept itself um because obviously i know that murder is a terrible thing um but i'm just saying that these guys are only saying words like that you know just to like test me in a way so yeah I had a few female friends uh, which is four other girls and they all yeah they definitely put up with my laughing habit for the most part Um, they didn't even mind at all not not especially during lunchtime and yeah especially even in class sometimes they get it yeah so these girls and i were part of our own little friend group um which i now just realizing is apparently a thing you know a friend group um because see i always personally thought that you can make friends with just about anybody anywhere and that you don't have to like limit yourself to a group of particular group of friends you know a particular group of people like you don't have to put yourself in that box um even if they're people you've known for a while that you know if you go out more and you can make friends literally anywhere you don't have to be stuck with the same old people within your own inner social circle um yeah i'm gonna talk more about that in another episode but that's just my unpopular opinion about friendships and friend groups because obviously you can still make friends with other people outside your social circle of friends but yeah I'm just saying and I actually have like made some few friends in college here and there so yeah because you know the people you know in your whole life aren't always gonna stick around for a long time and that's very rare to have that happen um i mean i guess for me personally because i don't even remember half the people i've gone to kindergarten with so i guess that kind of debunks all the scientific stuff about friendships is that if it lasts a lifetime like i don't think so if you lose touch with the people you've known from grade school and all that so yeah, I mean, you can still make other friends with other people along the way. Like, it doesn't have to be the same old, same old all the time. That's just me personally, and I promise I'll get more to that in a future Sunday episode. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, back to the topic. Um, These four girls and I were pretty tight, um... I guess maybe not so much like outside of school, like in terms of trying to make plans to hang out with each other. I put air quotes around hang out um, because that was always the tricky part with for me is to like make 
plans to hang out with them once in a while um, because they all lived in New York and I'm just the only New Jerseyan out of them. So I guess it's physically impossible to like make time to hang with them um, because I mean I don't drive yet and um, uh, I didn't think my parents would have the energy to like take me to each of their places in New York I guess because of like the traffic there so yeah I mean I don't know if I mentioned this already in that bullying episode I did earlier on this show um, but I think I did say that the student population at CHS um, it mostly consisted of students who are from the within the New Jersey and New York area so as far as I can recall, um, I don't think we ever really did have any students who resided anywhere, like, way out of state. Like, I guess from Pennsylvania or Connecticut or whatever. Um, because CHS is a private school, so I guess I can only imagine how much it would cost for way out of state students like someone coming in from Connecticut or Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, but these four girls, though, in, the, in my group of friends, um, they're all New Yorkers. Um, I guess they live, like, some streets away from each other. Um, I think they've all gone to college at different schools in New York. Um, I remember that one girl... Um, went to Nyack College and um and then other students within my grade they went to some of them went to out of state schools. Um I know that one boy went to East Stroudsburg, um so that's obviously in Pennsylvania and yeah and that guy is actually one of the boys who would say random stuff, you know, like random words and phrases, you know just to make me laugh and yeah and he's also one of the students who definitely didn't mind my laughing for the most part because he would encourage it by saying random stuff to me and yeah although on a few rare occasions this guy did get a little annoyed by my laughing Um, but for the most part though he was in he was in a good mood so he could try to say stuff to make me laugh but if he wasn't in the best of moods of that which was very rare though then I noticed that he would be a little bit ticked off by my laughing like you know he's just like wondering what the hell is so funny and I know he would be saying that in a pissy mood if he weren't in the mood but yeah I've known him in like a few classes yeah yeah, he, he's the one that went off, off to East Stroudsburg, so, yeah. And he, along with the other boys, would kind of go along with the idea of saying random stuff to me, you know, just to make me laugh, you know, just random words like cheeseburgers, pickles, milk, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> and, you know, when I say the other boys, um, I don't necessarily just mean boys like him specifically in my grade but I also mean boys in like other grades like uh, freshman kids and then 
I guess when I was a sophomore, maybe some juniors and seniors. So yeah, boys from other all grades, not just specifically in my grade of in the class of 2015. Um, yeah. Yeah, and this boy did graduate with me in 2015, but I'm just saying, like, generally speaking, like, other boys in other grades would, you know, yeah. <laughs> and other than my laughing habit, um, I really, really was a good student in school. Like, I was a decent student. Um, most of the teachers actually didn't mind my laughing, um, but when I guess when it gets to like seriousness and like doing class assignments or lecturing, then yeah, um, I definitely learned to have better control of it. Um, you know, just because I was a bit older than than I was in middle school, um, you know, I did have control of it. Like, obviously, when the teacher said to stop laughing and to pay attention, and obviously, I didn't want to get into serious trouble. So, yeah, I definitely had a better control of it. Um, and that bullying episode where I talked about that jerk guy, Kamal, um, he was actually um, maybe one of the few kids who did have a problem with my laughing habit. Um, yeah, like I said in that episode, um, which I'm going to um, redo some other time due to the technical issues. Um, so like I said, um, he literally like made it clear to me that he found my <laughs> laughing to be pretty annoying. And he made it even more so obvious when he made an unexpected off-kilter remark about my appearance you know like when he called me ugly <laughs> like I also said in the episode <laughs> yeah he and I did have bad blood like we just didn't really get along that well like um but like I also said um he wasn't just a jerk to me um he was also a jerk to I guess other people as well like especially to this other um guy who was also with me in my math class and science class yeah that other guy who's a short guy who had like curly hair and wore glasses um this kid is actually Canadian but um he looks like he's Hispanic somehow um yeah, so he's one of the guys that Kamal would also pick on. And the guy would get super pissed off at Kamal for the most part. Like, Kamal would literally, like, piss this guy off for no reason. So, yeah, so, yeah. Like I said, so that means that I'm not the only person that Kamal was kind of a jerk to. I guess besides this guy, you kind of was to a few other kids as well so yeah like I said in that episode I'm really grateful that he like transferred out of the school or went somewhere else like I don't know what happened to him anymore after that or even anymore what he's up to these days um just I was relieved that he was no longer there um 
yeah um he just hated me specifically for my laughing habit um which i've made clear for the upteenth time that i'm not going to change that for him or for anybody like ever and um let me just give myself a quick water break um yeah just hold it right there So anyway, as I was saying before, um, I never really did get into serious trouble um, for my laughing habit, um, nor did I ever really get yelled at. Um, I'm kind of amazed now as to how I could have gotten away with it. Um, But like I always, like I said, I was always a really good student. I guess the one time I really kind of got into trouble for it um, was, I guess, just this one time when they were sending out progress reports home. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, every single year we had report cards and progress reports. I guess the progress report was kind of like an overall summary of our behavior in schools. And I think I received that in the packet. I think the one... I remember this one time I received it in the packet and I believe this was during my sophomore year. I believe I do not recall anymore. Um, But that one time though, when that progress report came and of course um, my dad was the one who read it because he was the one that mostly like read important stuff when it came to our schools and such because when it came to our schools I know me and my siblings like he was the one who was always dealing with the issues of like having to have a word with the teacher or a principal or whatnot um yeah my mom not so much but I kind of wish that maybe she could have been as equally involved um I think I mentioned it in that bullying episode with Kamal um I believe I think though I don't remember clearly anymore but I think my dad was the one who got involved by you know offering to give me support to report Kamal's behavior to the principal I think I don't remember like when I if I re-filmed that we record that episode I'll try to remember more clearly about it um but anyway, for the progress report, um, as he was reading it, um, he realized that um, one of the overall um, summary reports, like one of the sentences that read in the summary report was something to do with my laughing habit. Um, I don't recall exactly what it said specifically, um, um, but I I think I had a chance to read it out loud for myself just that one paragraph and then that one sentence in within it that said Sarah is an overall good student um I just the only issue is with her laughing habit you know something like that I don't recall the exact words 
And so, of course, he and my mom kind of decided to give me a quick lecture about learning to control myself, you know, that not every um, situation in life is funny, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess that's just the one time that I got into trouble for it, but not like serious, serious trouble, because the progress report did say that I am an overall good student, like always doing my homeworks and stuff, doing well on the quizzes and tests. So, um, yeah, just, I guess just that one sentence said, oh, by the way, this girl just kind of laughs a lot, something like that. So it wasn't really anything serious. I guess it was just an overall like observation of my behavior um yeah just yeah but didn't really like affect me so much um yeah obviously I still continue to laugh when uh necessary um it was yeah yeah I mean not when necessary I mean just like randomly like it's just one of those things that I felt like I couldn't control like I just had to like it's still a part of my personality and um I think of after that even up until I graduated not that was not even mentioned at all in the progress report like not I guess I mean I think I received that first progress report during my junior I mean my sophomore year um so that means that it was never mentioned again during my junior year or my senior year and I kind of always expected to receive that in the progress report like this girl still continues to laugh a lot this girl still continues to laugh over literally anything um yeah that was never mentioned again in any of the future progress reports so, yeah, I think that kind of means that maybe the principals slash vice principals slash the superintendent, like maybe they all thought that I did have a good control over it, over my laughing habit. Um, Obviously, I didn't, but I guess maybe they chose not to address that in the progress report. Um, I don't think my parents ever addressed it with me ever again, like automatically assumed like okay this girl's got it under the control and I think that's mainly the main reason why I got bullied by Kamal like um yeah I think maybe they kind of gave me that lecture about it at the time but I guess for the most part they were on my side they were on my side like you know just saying that this guy is a jerk and he's rude and he's wrong so yeah I like that so I don't think they ever like brought it up with me ever again like they automatically still assume now that I'm under control of it like yeah um yeah (laughs) but yeah that's true um but there is this one time though um one of the girls in my friend group um she said something to me about my laughing habit. Like, I didn't give it much serious thought until recently, like right now. Um, this girl, I'm going to address her by her initials, E.B. Yeah.
Yeah, so um, I don't want to like say her actual name, but I'll just say E.B. Those are her initials, first and last name. I forgot her middle name, so yeah. So anyway, she and I, it's one of those times where she and I were talking to each other on the phone. And when we do that, um, it was mostly to offer each other a hand on some homework that we had. Um, This one class that she and I had together was a literature class. And the teacher was our homeroom teacher. So this woman who's now in her early 50s. And um, so this woman is aware that E.B. would kind of try to use me, I guess, to help her with homework. Like, I mean, I think she realized that E.B. has a habit of maybe trying to get, maybe not me specifically, but I guess other people to, like, help her with homework assignments like even if most of the homework assignments weren't like that difficult like it just required a little bit more thinking and work and I only I honestly thought that maybe this girl didn't really put in enough effort on her own to like actually like attempt these assignments on her own like maybe without asking for help from me or anyone else like honestly I didn't really mind helping her but I just maybe got a little bit annoyed sometimes that maybe she could like try to do some some of this on her own because mostly the literature assignments consisted of us using learning vocabulary words from some of the stuff that we were reading um i know that obviously one of the readings that we did for the class was the catcher in the rye um, by J.D. Salinger. Um, that's obviously my favorite novel ever, actually having read it at that one time. Um, so yeah, for that assignment, yeah, for doing that reading, we had to learn a couple of words and vocabulary words and obviously make sentences out of those words. Obviously, that meant it would be easy for me to just go on to Google to Google the words and google the context of the words like how to put them in sentences so that's what i would do personally and i would actually like be inspired by the sentences like i wouldn't like directly copy and paste but i would you know just incorporate my own stuff into it and obviously the teacher would never notice because the teacher knows that i'm a very smart girl and a hard worker like she just has doubts about eb like maybe trying to copy off me sometimes so yeah I try to be very careful not to let EB like copy off some of my answers um, because we would mostly use Google Drive for the assignments like on the school computers the MacBooks so when I got home on the computer I would access my work through Google Drive and so this girl would kind of annoyingly ask me to, like, share these assignments with her. Like, obviously, you guys know that on Google Drive, you can share a link to, to, you can share your, a link to your, um, I guess your Google Docs thing with someone, like, 
like I guess email it to them so yeah and it was it was via our school emails not our personal emails but our school emails so this girl's like school email like yeah so yeah I mean for most part I didn't really mind because it gave me like opportunity to like just chat with her personally like we wouldn't just be talking about the assignment I mean we spent more time just talking about general stuff than like the actual assignment I mean I guess just a few five minutes or so was about the assignment but obviously because I I was stupid and reluctant enough to share my Google Docs with her that she would kind of find inspiration from my sentences like instead of her this girl coming up with her own sentences on her own like <laughs> yeah yeah so anyway it's just you know I guess I didn't mind for the most part although I wished maybe she didn't do that so much because you know it, it really isn't that difficult to try to come up with sentences for the vocabulary words like on your own like obviously google exists for a reason like you know but i guess you know like the teacher said this girl maybe is a little lazy to do her own work um but yeah like i pretended not to like let it bother me like as we were having our general phone discussions like you know like how school and such and can we like ever make plans to like hang out again sometime like me at her place or her at mine you know just that kind of general stuff so yeah and um this one time particularly I do not remember um but I know we were kind of having a random casual conversation about boys um we're not we're not just talking specifically about the boys at our school um but we just mostly met in general like um <laughs> yeah so um yeah so EB wanted to know like if I had a boyfriend or any guy that I was like crushing on or I mean I guess more so any guy who noticed me so far and I said um unfortunately no well yeah I mean I I think first she asked me if I wanted a boyfriend and I was like yeah I sure as hell wish I had one but I didn't say it like like that like that I just said yeah I wish I had one but yeah so that's something so that's where she said something that I now find interesting like I didn't think too much about it at the time because I was still a young girl in high school who craved for attention from guys um okay so I'm gonna try my best to quote her exactly um so so what she said was this I hate to sound mean Sarah but I think maybe if you stopped laughing so much then maybe the other guys will pay more attention to you yeah that's right you guys heard right um that's exactly what she said um according to 
my memory um I don't remember exactly what day that was or what year we were in school at the time um but if I were to guess I would say that we were probably juniors or something at the time and um yeah yeah I think I was a junior then um that so that comment that EB said about my laughing habit um at the time though I didn't think it was a rude thing for her to say um because you know at the time like I said I I was still craving attention from other guys and I really liked the idea of having a boyfriend and such I mean for the most part I did have the feeling that most of the guys at school thought I was a little bit of a weirdo um, just because of my laughing habit, which I have to admit is a quirk of mine. Um, And again, when I say the boys from school, I'm talking about guys from every single grade, um, not just the ones specifically in my grade who graduated with me in 2015. Um, You know, just the other guys as well, like even guys that I knew from my freshman year who graduated in 2013. Like, yeah, just, yeah, guys from all grade levels. So, yeah, (laughs) sorry. Yeah, so at the time, though, um, I kind of agreed with my friend EB for saying that, like, um yeah like I told her like yeah I'm trying my very best to control my laughing but most of these guys are making it so impossible for me and yeah she says she believes me honestly she was like I believe you and you know obviously boys are weird yeah I'm glad that she said that she believed me that I was trying my best to not like not make myself laugh so hard and yeah yeah that's true yeah so I think she and I went on to talk about how we would address it with our principal um you know I wanted to tell our principal that there are guys who would deliberately try to make me laugh so that they would think that I'm weird and not like date me or something um yeah so yeah sorry I lost my train of thought so yeah because I agreed with EB and I I like that EB agreed with me like because deep down I always kind of wished that the most of the boys would stop trying to make me laugh like I mean, as much as I like that they were trying to make me laugh, you know, saying all the random stuff like death, murder, blood, you know, just random words. I kind of wish for the most part, maybe they didn't um, do that so much because I wouldn't want them to continue to think that I was weird. Um, And so the principal was really amazing at his job, like... This dude, I think, is now in his mid-70s. I don't know. 
I think he's retired at this point in time. Um, but he was obviously the one who, like, um, like I guess, how do I say it? The principal was there during the class of 2015 graduation. So we definitely got to see more of him for the very last time. Like, yeah, he's a good guy for the most part. Like, he's super nice and friendly. Um we always addressed him by his first name, him and his wife. Um, his wife kind of s- serves as one of the aides or the teaching assistants or staff. I don't know exactly. Um, so I'm going to talk more about that in future episodes that I make about my experiences at CHS. But yeah, most of the teachers and TAs and staff, most of them, um, we were on the first name basis with them, so sometimes we addressed some teachers by their first names. Sometimes we addressed them by their last names, or Mister, or their last name, or Mister last name. Um, most teachers and TAs and staff had personal preferences for being addressed. So for our principal specifically. Um, he preferred to be addressed by his first name. Like, we didn't have to be all formal with him, like Mr., his last name, or whatnot. And same thing with his wife, too. We addressed her by her first name. That was her personal preference. So it wasn't Mrs., her last name, or formal. Like, yeah, so... The principal, um, once in a while, along with the vice principal, I mean... Each of them would take turns to, like, step out of their offices to, I guess, monitor the cafeteria and stuff, along with some of the teachers and TAs. So, yeah, especially the principals. Like, he wasn't, like, just cooped up in his office. Um, So he certainly, like, took my bullying issues with Kamal very, like, seriously, like, he really addressed the issues that I've had with Kamal when I guess my dad came to meet with him and the vice principal and the superintendent to talk about it. So yeah, CHS is one of the schools that takes bullying very seriously and has a zero tolerance policy on that. Because I hear horror stories about how most schools don't take bullying or anything like that seriously or address mental health or anything but CHS specifically addresses all that and for those of you who had those negative experiences at your high school or felt like your high schools didn't do enough to address bullying or serious issues I kind of apologize for that Um, but yeah but for me personally high school was great um it was when I peaked the most. Um, so, obviously, since CHS is a private school that caters specifically to people with, I guess, learning or mental disabilities, or not that I am one specifically, I'm not. Um, obviously, it, it addresses serious issues and takes these issues into hand, like bullying and stuff. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, in regards to the principal talking to my friend E.B. and I about the 
guys' behaviors, about how they would just say random words and phrases to make me laugh. Yeah, I kind of let the principal know that deep down I wished these guys would stop doing that. Like, because I wanted them to think that I was a normal girl. Like, I didn't want them to see me just for my quirk. Um, Yeah, because I do love to laugh, but I didn't want them to, like, utilize that in such a negative way to, like, get negative attention from them. Like... Yeah, so I just gave the principal a list of the boys' names because it wasn't just the boys in my grade specifically. It was other guys in, like, other grades. So, yeah, he wrote down a list of all these guys' names on a piece of paper. And um, my friend E.B. and I, like, agreed that these boys should, like, stop trying to make me laugh. And, um, yeah, I think the principal did act upon it um, because just a few days or some weeks later, um, some boys would, even some of the boys in my classes, um, some of them would often, like, tell each other to, like, stop trying to make me laugh so much. And I, too, would try my own best to, like, not laugh so much for no reason at all. But, like, in most cases, like, at lunchtime or in homeroom or whatever, like, I just couldn't help myself. Like, literally nothing would even be remotely funny at all. And I was just left for, like, no reason at all. So there's this guy in my homeroom. He's a redheaded guy, but he calls himself a ginger. Like, same thing. Um, This guy stands out to me because he would say, like, interesting stuff about himself and my friend E.B. would kind of just pokingly make fun of him, you know, jokingly, of course. And yeah, so there's some things about this guy that would just crack me up. Like, he's cute, though. Like, I found him attractive, but just not like that, like that, like that. Um, So this guy, too, was one of those guys who would say random stuff just to make me laugh. Like, and he, too, was in my grade, of course. Um, like, he graduated with me in class of 2015. And I did have a few classes with this guy, like gym class, history, etc. So, yeah. And um, according to his LinkedIn, um, he went off to Centenary College in New York, of course. And uh, he graduated just three years ago with a degree in history and now, I kind of wonder what he's been up to these days, but only God knows. Only God knows what everyone else in my grade is doing with themselves afterwards. Probably off being successful somewhere, but who knows. Um, So, I guess that meeting with the principal apparently became ancient history to me. Um, because from that moment on, up until... My class graduation in June of 2015, um, I continued to laugh my ass off for the most random of reasons. And um, the other boys in other grades continued to, like, say random stuff to me once in a while to make me laugh. Even at out-of-school events, like prom for one. 
that was definitely the perfect time for me to like let my hair down and laugh as much as I want um because I was having such a great time with all my friends my peers and my classmates like it's not like we were like in a serious business situation so of course I had every right to laugh as much as I want and as loud as I want because I was simply enjoying myself um I'll definitely talk more about prom in future episodes. I promise you guys this. So, yeah. So, now that I think about EB's comments to me as an older person, no longer in high school, yeah, I'm starting to realize that it is actually a pretty mean thing for her to say as my friend. Yeah, I know that I know now that she's only trying to tell me that most boys thought I was a little weird <laughs> just because I was laugh I laugh so much and if I didn't do it so much then maybe they'd pay much better attention to me. And so I'm like, wow, that is actually pretty mean. Um, because you're telling me to change something about myself so that other people, namely someone of the opposite sex, will notice me and be attracted to me. So, like, are you saying that most guys won't like a woman who loves to laugh, who enjoys herself and doesn't always take herself too seriously? Like, are you, is that what you're trying to say? Like, because I'm pretty sure that's not entirely true 100 percent um i'm pretty sure that most guys would appreciate a woman who loves to laugh and have a good time and that's actually an attractive quality trait like at this point anymore i really don't give a damn about what eb said like i'm obviously not in high school anymore and i don't care about other boys thinking that I'm weird like I may still be single but I am hoping that the right guy who comes along for me will accept me fully 100% for who I am like I'll never change shit about myself just to get a guy to like me like just like my faith my cultural background and stuff my laughing habit is an important part of my personality that I'll never give up just to please anybody. Like, <laughs> the only person I ever plan to please in my lifetime is my Lord and Savior. He gave me the beautiful gift of an optimistic personality and a beautiful gift of laughter and spreading joy and positivity to other people around me. So that's something I'll obviously never take for granted. And um, I'll never give that up for anybody. Like, I don't care what they say. Like, that's just, that's just my personality. Like, um, my laughing habit, though, um, it is not a sign of immaturity or a mental disorder, despite my anybody says or thinks, it is an important part of my personality. Like I said in the previous 
Sunday episode last week. Um, I will obviously never laugh during a serious situation or a sad situation or like during a sad movie or listening to a sad story. Like I know obviously that there's a proper time and place for it. But like when I'm in an environment with my peers or in a casual social setting like at a party or a social event like prom or something then I'm obviously free to laugh as much as I want and as loud as I want and anyone who has a problem with that then you know too freaking bad like I don't live to please you like I live for myself and for my lord and savior like (laughs) Um, I always thought though that if Eb were truly my my friend, then she wouldn't be telling me to quit laughing so much, like just to get the boys at school to notice me in a good way. Um, I think she should have at least told me to just continue to be myself, and the right guy will accept you for you no matter what. Like. Yeah, she and I are still friends now, of course, but it's just the making time for you to physically hang out with each other. Um, That's pretty difficult um, because she's from Manhattan and I'm obviously a Jersey girl. Um, We only ever hung out a few times during our high school years. Um, I think it was been twice in the past that I've been to her place in Manhattan. Um, she lives in an apartment complex, and um, and um, I think twice she's been here to my place here in Bergen County, and um, I think she knows that I don't live too far from the schools. Um, so that's a good thing. So. I mean, yeah, we still message each other once in a while on holidays, birthdays, uh, New Year's Day, etc. And all my other friends as well within the group and also my friends from outside the group. Like, yeah, like within from the school, like this this guy, you are, that's, that's his initials, um, We message each other a lot on Messenger, and this guy is exactly two years younger than me, both in age and in grade level at school. So, yeah, he too definitely put up with my laughing for the most part. Like, he never minded at all once. Like, we always, most for for the most part, sat with each other during lunch. So, yeah. He definitely didn't mind my laughing, and I appreciate that he didn't, like, try to change me in any way. And, yeah. So, um, yeah, Anchor's reminding me that I have, I'm 55 minutes into this recording, so I'll just make another quick little segment right after this. Like, it's not too long, so... Yeah, give me a minute, y'all. And I'm back. Yeah, so as I was saying before, 
I really wished, though, that my friend E.B. wouldn't tell me to change an important aspect of myself just to get guys to like me. Um, I'm pretty 100% positive that guys like women who love to laugh and have a positive, upbeat personality, you know, as opposed to women who I guess are down or negative or no offense I mean I do understand completely if um, people have like depression like but mostly I'm just talking about people who are pessimists and I am not a pessimist at all I am a hopeful optimistic person and um, it's my faith that usually gives me an upbeat hopeful personality for the most part um so that's something i'll obviously never change for anybody yeah i do agree that i do laugh a little too loudly sometimes and i can i should try to control it by doing it a little bit more quietly but i'll never stop laughing altogether you know just to be accepted by men like so i actually consider eb's comment now to be a bit of a pet peeve now that I think about it more. Um, So a random fact about laughter um, is that it literally is the best medicine. And uh, for me, it is definitely my personality. Um, In fact, during high school, though, it has helped me to increase in popularity among my peers and because during PE classes, other girls would notice that I've actually developed abs just for laughing so much. Like, guys, I am legit not joking. Like, I seriously do have a six pack and it literally is because of my laughing. So, yeah, it is a fact that laughter is a very good thing um, because it helps you live longer, according to which is a scientifically proving fact, according to Wikipedia. And also laughter reduces stress hormones. So a lot of wonders it's done for me so far since birth. (coughs) Apologize for that. And yes, during my college years, I did learn to laugh a lot. Like during some on-campus events, like during my times at Fairleigh Dickinson and at Montclair State, um, I definitely learned to laugh a lot for the most part. I definitely never laughed at all during classes or lectures. Like, I know that. Um, it's just obviously when I'm with my peers, like, in a more casual setting, like, during campus events, activities, clubs, organizations, then, yes, I would definitely laugh as much as I want to because... I'm having a good time with my peers and obviously no one thought it was weird. Like they thought it was great that I love to laugh a lot. So yeah, it's great. So yeah, for me, um, laughter is a good coping mechanism. Um, Obviously when I'm watching something on TV or a movie or just some random videos on YouTube, um, That is a coping mechanism for me. Um, Yeah, I'll talk more about this in the 
future um serious episode but more so than ever right now especially um laughter is actually a very good way for me to cope with what i'm currently going through um which i would honestly describe as a period of hell and downfall and turmoil just a major setback that came into my life since fall of last year um my mom i don't think she understands it um because sometimes she would tell me that i'm a little goofy just for laughing so much um but deep down i think now she kind of understands um maybe i wish she could be a bit more understanding like um because you know just to laugh um it really helps me a lot like just like doing this show right now this is definitely one of my most important coping mechanisms just talking about this sharing this um because it doing this show has helped me to release some bottled up shit so i can't just hold back on anything anymore and you know and most and for the most part laughing for literally no reason at all also helps like um i really don't care what anyone says or thinks um laughing for me is not a sign of immaturity um obviously i know to control it i understand there's a proper time and place for it um but for me personally um the right time and place is when i feel most comfortable just to let it out um people around me have learned to uh, deal with it and accept it even people whom i've worked with over the years starting from when i worked at the Hackensack Recreation Center in summer 2018 um yeah it was mostly my coworkers who accepted it and who learned to accept it just the campers at the time were a bit rude about it um but yeah they accepted it learned to accept it as time went on and um even when i worked for the ymca last summer yeah both de- yeah definitely all my coworkers and staff and even the campers accepted it fully like everyone accepted it um yeah and um from my fellow coworkers and campers at the YWCA this past summer where i worked for um everyone also accepted it like some of the campers might have been a little bit rude about it at first but obviously as the weeks went on everyone learned to deal with it and accept it and i promise i'll talk more about the YWCA in the following like real episode after this sunday episode <laughs> yeah promise i'll get to what everyone did for me on my birthday <laughs> like you'll hear from me on that trust me like um what happened was that i started recording that episode um but there was just way too many um distractions in my house so i'm like now nah, let me just put this off for a while so yeah i promise i'll do do that recording during during less distractions where i'm conf- where i'm confident that there will be less distractions i mean 
Um, so yeah, that concludes this episode. Um, if you have any questions or comments or just general constructive feedback about my show, um, please don't be afraid to hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and anywhere else on social media. Um, I'm very active on Instagram, and I have two accounts. Uh, my personal, which is Summer Girl of ninety seven. Um, that's S U M M E R G I R L O F nine seven Summer Girl of ninety seven, and my professional, which is Sarah underscore journalist. My name's Sarah with an H. Do not forget that underscore and the word journalist and so for now i wish y'all the best of luck with um whatever you're up to at the moment that you stay safe um stay warm like it's freaking winter out there already and have an amazing rest of your day and have an amazing week y'all